What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 6. Spoiler review here. I'm Christian Harloff. Thank you for joining me again. Thank you. If you're brand new to the channel and you found us last week from the uh, Chapter 5 review, welcome back. Um, happy to have you. And we just started going at 9 o'clock because these, there's just so much going on that I don't know if we can cover it in half an hour or a little lo- longer than that. Plus, it's been fun to talk about Star Wars again, to be honest with you. Joining me, as always, on this show since the beginning of these Season 2 spoiler reviews, it's the former movie trivia showdown, two-time inner geekdom champion of the world, and a former two-time teams champion, the killer, Mike Kalinowski is here. Happy, howdy, howdy! I'm tipping my hat to y'all this morning. It's good to oh, see you, boy, boy, oh yeah. boy, boy! Man, know, it's right? so funny. What I love the most about all these comments and stuff that I see when I go on after the show is, God, I love it that Harloff's back, loving Star Wars again. He's loving it. That's it. Yeah, I know. That, that, more than the episode, more than what we see. It's like Harloff's loving it. I love it. it it's, it's, you know, look, I, I, this to me is what is fun about Star Wars, and not just the content itself, but like the, it's, you just seem seems like everybody else is, it's, people are on the same page again and enjoying it. It's just, it, it's a different feeling than it had been in the last couple of years, but yeah. nonetheless, we are here to talk about this particular episode. It was the one. I'll. There's only one negative for this entire thing. What's that? Negative. Too short? Uh, well, not well. No, not too short because okay. that's not a negative to me anymore. Because I'm I'm used to it, right? Because they, they switch them up. Okay. Um, no, the negative was the recap. The negative was the recap of the episode when it's of last week's episode because it shows you what's coming. And again, this is a spoiler for you guys if you haven't. Um, if you didn't know that already, this is a spoiler episode. But the recap, it shows Ming Na when those boots showed up. And you're like, okay, well, Ming Na's coming back, so we know uh, that. Oh, you know, I think I my recap thing was messed up. Good. It, 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 yeah, it just showed a couple things with Ahsoka and Grogu, and yeah. that was it. That was yeah, all I, thought, yeah Ming Na showing up was it? That was surprising me. So I, my my thing was messed up. Like either the, either the streaming it juddered forward a little bit, maybe uh, something happened. So yeah. well, she shows up. Um, and yeah. we thought, and you know, when you saw those boots, I was like, well, that means that Boba Fett's showing up because clearly, from the way they set it up this season, that's we're getting the reveal. Oh, yeah. So then I was, I was totally, I missed it all. I loved it. You're lucky that yeah. you did. Awesome. Was, I had no idea about Boba Fett until Slave One popped up. I just didn't like the recap. And, okay. All right. Uh, and because, well, just because I was like, ah, okay, I know it's, I know it's coming, but did it spoil the episode for me? Not, not even in the, in the slightest. Okay. So when we start off, and I love, I, it's, they're doing this thing. Well, they can't. They're not going to be able to do it next week, obviously. But they they do. They were. They've been doing this thing. These little comedy moments in the moment with the. Oh with, God, he was. It was adorable with with Grogu and and with, excuse me, the Mandalorian. Yeah. And he's still and he's like Grogu and he keeps saying and he's and he's cracking himself up. He's laughing. He's killing himself. There's two of them. He's killing himself. He's it's laughing funny. at his own jokes. The Grogu. He's like, oh, I love it. The kid understands me. This is great. <laughs> Look at this. I'm going to do this all day. <laughs> yeah. and he's like, and then he's like, we'll take the take the ball. Take the ball. and and he's and he's not taking it he said no no no, you gotta you gotta get it from me yeah. and so he finally does and he takes it from him and he's still he's like and he screams and he's and and, and he's and the kids are, what i do he's like, he didn't do anything i said hey the training and i don't know what the hell yeah. doing, you know so <laughs> he finally but this was the thing that shocked me right away because i think okay. i don't know if it was, i was talking to riley about it but i think you and i even discussed it too if i i'm a betting man 
I would have gone to Vegas and said, well, I think that they're probably going to get to Tython on um, at the end of the season. It'll probably be the last thing you see. It's probably yeah. gonna be on the rock, and then that'll put the signal out. Well, they said, F you. You think you're going to do a – you think we're going to do one of those episodes where you got to fight a dragon? No, we're getting right into this thing. Yeah. I guess that's also part of the recap. They show Gideon again. So I was like, I, I see, somewhere that, okay, now I did see her in the recap. So I thought we were going no, to that to, to deal with her again. Oh, you mean Cara Dune? Yeah. So it was a, a misdirect. The whole my recap mess up was a misdirect because I thought, yeah. oh, we're going back to the planet. You're lucky. You're and lucky. Talk again. Well, yes. It, it, you know, it's funny because I think in the actual screenshot, it's it's that shot. Of, it, was, it was a good misdirect as Cara Dune yeah, sitting sure, on the desk. Right. Like, oh, that's that's funny you say that because I felt the same way. I was like, oh, well, she's going to be a lot more involved here because she yeah. got a feet up on her desk and here's what it's about. But when anyway, they um they do indeed get to um Tython and yeah. and, I lo- and and that was another thing they threw they threw me off a few different times in a way that I was excited to get thrown off because he he goes all right well I can't we can't land on the rocks oh, God. going all right so what are they going to do they're going to walk like lord of the rings and they're going <laughs> to something's going to happen and they're going to get they're going to get cut off and and you know um sorry let me just remove this thing I don't know why I can't do this there um but uh, but yeah, so I, I was just I'm thinking to myself, okay, so they're gonna have to land, and now who's gonna find them? Is it gonna be getting yeah. not gonna show up and screw them up? Like what what's what's happening? So no, he gets he said, let I just gotta fly you there. Let's see, I, we gotta take, go with the windows down. I let's travel with the windows down. Which oh, I was like, great. what's gonna happen? What are they gonna take the canopy down? What's happening? And then they're flying. It was great. It was such a great moment where he just he's like, no, you look, and it makes sense because you would say because if. He would have done that. Oh, I land and walk up. You'd be like, why don't you just use the jetpack? Fly in, fly down, sit in. And this is exactly what he did. He said he took the jetpack, yeah. flew him in there, and then they find the rocks. And he's just and and I also he, he, they don't try to pretend that Din is this uh, expert on Jedi culture. He doesn't know anything. He's, is this, he's like, yeah. is this is this a Jedi thing? Out of his wheelhouse. He's like, is there a lever? Is there a button? I, 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 I gotta I walk around this thing, scan it. We'll see. Has no idea what's going on, and then I love the fact that finally, you know, he he sees the ship coming down. He sees Slave One, by the way. That's and, awesome. And I will that. say that yesterday, so, uh, I was talking to a friend, and he's like, "Hey, you want a spoiler?" And I normally don't <laughs> take the spoilers, and right. and he's like, "I heard, I heard that Slave One's going to be in the show soon." And I'm like, "Okay." I wish I wouldn't have taken that. I wish I wouldn't have taken that uh that spoiler, but uh, but it made sense anyway. So the the it it comes it comes down. And I see it, and I'm like, okay, well, this obviously from the recap means Ming-Na, and is it Ming-Na, or is it, is it Boba Fett? Did Boba right. Fett and Ming-Na? And the first thing, you, and he sees, he's like, kid, we got to get out of here. We got to get out, and he can't break through the force. I thought that was <laughs> awesome. He, gets, he keeps getting, the whole episode, he keeps getting thrown back on his on his rear end, you know? Yeah. And so that, but it's it just, that whole lead up, though, did you like where we were going? Like, we were right into this thing. And Robert Rodriguez, by the way, directed this thing and I, annihilated it. Annihilated it. What a debut. I know we talk a lot about the other filmmakers and like, oh, my God, I couldn't think, you know, this, this, and this. But watching this episode, yeah. you go, oh, this is like, it, it just is a step above almost everything else. It, like, the action moved. His camera was always yeah. moving. It was just a different feel. Like sometimes in the other episodes that a lot of people love, and maybe that's why I don't love some of the other ones as much as other people do, last week included. Um, you know, and I didn't say that Filoni directed the hell out of it, but like 
there's something about the movement in, in the in the way it's shot that yeah. I think a couple of those middle episodes, I was kind of like, okay, it was good. I don't see what everyone's loving about it. This was like, oh my God, there we go. It's just well, this, everything this about spoke, it was just everybody. moving. This spoke to Mandalorian fans of the show. If you're if you're a casual fan, if you're an original trilogy fan, if you're a prequel fan, this this spoke to everyone. This spoke to everyone because of the way that they they handled it. Because I've never been a massive Boba Fett fan. I've always thought he was cool, but I was never. Yeah, like, yeah, he's cool. He's cool, but he went out like a chump. Right. So early on, you're like, I don't get the love of this guy. Never thought that I needed him in anything else ever again. Right. I never thought it's like, yeah. you know, they bring him in. Great. Like when, when there was a rumor that they were going to do a, a like a movie on him, I was like, eh, Josh Trank was going to do the movie. Right. Uh, I was like, well, who knows? I don't, I don't know if I, if does it really matter? But because of that, you know, there was the, the rumblings that they wanted to bring him back one way or another. I thought they handled it brilliantly in this, the way that they, the way that they brought him back. Like, right. and, I think you and I talked about it that when he did come back, we said, um, well, he's not, he, it was always like, oh, like a bad guy. And I was like, no, he's not going to come back as a bad guy. Right. Because he's not, he was never, he was a hired gun. Is he a good guy? No, but he was a hired he's a bounty gun. hunter. Someone pointed this out to me on Twitter. And I think it was an excellent observation at the very end. When Boba Fett is, is going after to track the uh, Grogu after they, they, they steal him. Yeah. He says they're back. And Ming-Na says, who, who, who? He's at the Empire. She, he can't be. He's like, it's not a spice stream. The person on Twitter made this observation, and I think it's brilliant if they do it this way. It could have an implication that during the Jabba years that Boba was all hopped up on spice and that he was like living the gangster life and, and sleeping with all the, you know, the, the, the aliens there. He's, <laughs> he's, he's touching chins. He's doing spice. He's oh, amazing. yeah. And that's how he was so easily kind of um, he, and when it was time to fight, he was like all hopped up on spice and he got knocked into a Sarlacc pit. You know, I love I, if that's if that's his backstory. I'm down. I'm down. Okay, for that. All right. But, yeah, um, it was just always like Boba Fett for me was always less is more. Right. You know, and, then, and then the pre the 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 uh, readitions added all that stuff with him in there. I'm just like, ah, gosh, like they're really taking the lore of this character away and the mystique yeah. about him so no and they yeah. did something they did something great where because when they when they first show up and they start firing at the mandalorian because he can't get the kid out they're firing at him yeah and and, they, and, he, and he says well, we don't need to do this he's like i got you know, i got she's she's got the sniper on the kid you know yeah. so what, what are we doing here i just i want the armor and then he goes you're not getting this armor this is mine you gotta take it off my dead body he's like say i don't want your armor i want my armor and right away, that's kind of it was a nice sight right. revealing. You, everybody knew it was Boba Fett, but you would just wait, say it, say it, say your yeah. Boba. And, and then the, the throwback line, you know, to, oh, to yeah. Attack of the Clones, simple man, the simple man trying to make my way in the universe. But the minute he said that, I'm kind of like the IG brain to me kicked in. I'm like, yeah. that's familiar. Which one is that? Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, Attack of the Clones. There we go, Jango yeah. Fett. Yeah, okay. When he, when he said that, but then, but you know what he did? He didn't just. It just wasn't like a beat over the head, like. Uh, I'm a simple man. It's like, oh, they just use it just for, he then he goes like my father before me. And you're like, yeah. oh, that is that, what a what a well-written episode to tie it all together. Because then, you know, as we jump around in the episode when we finally find out, because he's like, you he's like, I can't give you the the armor because you're not Mandalorian. He's like, I just it's right. not part of the creed. And he's and he's telling him, like, let's make a deal. Give me this back, we'll protect the kid. Yeah, and then all hell breaks loose. Stormtroopers, stormtroopers start coming in, start firing at him, and 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 doing all this, and um, and we find out obviously at the very end of this thing about Django, and that Django was a foundling, 
another great piece of information that makes a ton of sense. And it's a because it, he because he had his armor, obviously, and then he had right. And then uh, Boba had got, got his armor from his dad. He said, this, I got it from my father and it, he, it was passed down. And, was, and all of that, the way that was placed together is like, why not? Never said yeah. that he wasn't never just never. There was never a, a, a declaration that he's absolutely not a foundling, that he's not this. Is like, that all makes sense? So that's why Din was able to give him the armor at the end. I thought it was really uh, I thought they, they added layers to Boba. That was 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 great. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was again, uh, we knew it was coming. We knew it was going to happen, but it was, yeah. it was great. Um, so and just a couple, I know that last week you missed a couple super chats. This show was never really designed to start uh, answering as many questions. We, we appreciate them. We love them. So you can fire them in. If we missed any last week, I apologize. I'm going to try to see because it's different from how we do it on SEN where I'm able to see it on the, on the stream labs right now. I'm just kind of seeing it on, on the chat. So Joe self says Boba Fett has been my favorite fictional character since 1980. The slave one reveal was a top tier geek out moment for me. Thank you. Favreau and company It was a great moment. Um, love, yeah. love the way that they, that they did it for sure. Um, yeah, man. I it was. I, I tell you, it was a little weird for me for a second when he did show up, okay, uh, with the armor on because I'm. We've, I've only ever seen him look a certain way, right? He's and he was always kind of thin. Yeah, uh, a, very thin guy. That right. you know from yeah. the the um, original films, and he had the the jumpsuit underneath the flight suit. So to see it just the armor pieces by itself, Tamora Morrison's a bigger guy. Yep, it was like oh. Okay, it threw me off for a, for a second. Totally it was weird. It was and very it makes, weird. It makes sense because he hasn't had the armor in like what, like uh, how God. seven, six, seven years or whatever it is. Uh, turn, turn Jedi, so at five, least years, five or six yeah. years. So either way, he hasn't had it on in a bit, and he's who knows what he's been doing. So maybe he's been in he's been in uh, Star Jeremy Wars. Jeremy Bullock, thank you in the chat. Thank you guys. Yeah, rehab. Um, the, the way that keeps subverting everyone's expectations with every show and uh, every episode in the show makes the series so good for me. We really don't know what's next. Thanks, Billy. Yeah, that's what I thought was was great because, like I said, I didn't know where they were going to go with the show itself and the way that they were able to do this. Um, yeah, re really smart how they did it. And then the one complaint is that the oh. location looked too earth like. The set looked like it was filmed on the side of a hill in a Burbank for a fan film. I don't, Dude, I don't I, third man, third whoever said that, I have to not, not, I don't agree <laughs> in a bad way. I, I mean, th thank you for bringing that up because I love this episode more so than the others because I want to know if this was filmed in their LED, like what do they call it? The, the, the special set yeah, that they that, have, or, or it was an actual location because it looked so damn good to me. Yeah. I mean, the other ones do the other ones. I can never tell if it's a set or not, but right. this looks like they're on location and you say fan film. I use that as a compliment in star Wars because some of the star Wars fan films are so damn good. And for so long, I wanted star Wars to be more like those fan films instead of like the stuff we were getting the, right. the, the, the it, yeah. whether it was yeah. the, the prequels or this later stuff, right. the Star Wars fan films are always the good ones are always made by fans and they're just made by fans. I mean, yeah. I know the fan film term, but you see a lot of crappy fan films out Ooh. there, but the ones I know what you mean, I mean, the ones like with, any Batman fan film out there. Yeah. Right. But they, you know, but well, but I loved it. I, I don't care if they were in the side of hell, but and it did look a little bit like Burbank. Some of the I, hills out here to me, I think it looked, I think it looked simple and yeah i and, loved it and so what if it was earth like there's no planets that are earth like and, i and, i really I mean? loved it who cares it's a yeah. it, it i thought it was i thought it was a simple location because it was a it was supposed to be a simple location from where it's just this temple on yeah. on on this planet that you know is clearly very powerful inside of the force he keeps by the way and let's to, to go back to recap the episode he keeps going back and forth uh trying to get the kid and trying to figure out you know um can we 
can I get him out of here? Come on, let's let's do it. And I also thought it was another way to put him out of commission while we focused in on Boba and Ming-Na, right? So we yeah. had, um, as we have, uh, Din is, is knocked out. He gets up, he says, come on, kid, I, let's get out of here. And, get, and he keeps getting thrown back. And so, and, I, and I, what a moment there where he, he says, all right, I'll come back for you. And right as he steps away, the force goes down. And it's like, had he just stayed, <laughs> no. he just stayed for like 10 more seconds, he would yeah. have gotten the kid and they would have gotten out of there. Um, but, I mean, there's there's so much more. I mean, this is this is why a 30-minute episode, there's so much packed in yeah. to it. I mean, we, we haven't even gotten to, like, the, 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 the meat of this thing. No. Because, <laughs> when, because, look, the other thing is we didn't know what was – Ahsoka tells um, Din – Put him on the hill, and maybe nothing will happen. Maybe he won't connect to the Force, and if that's the case, uh, right. you go on your merry way. He clearly did connect to the Force, yeah. and if someone was listening. That's another conversation, and it's a big conversation that's been happening yeah. about who or when or what, but it cle- he clearly did lock into this kid and sent out the beacon, So we and, and it was for a while. It wasn't for just like, oh, he connected for like a second. It was No, it, he, was, he was up yeah. there honing in on that thing for a while. For a while, so someone someone's going to hear it. We know that for sure, um, or at least we think that for sure. I think it was a, it's a good good odds. Uh, but he's then he goes back in and he goes in on the fight. The fight with the stormtroopers was cool too because it showed you how devastating um, Boba Fett was, and he's 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 twirling that stick and he's beating the pit out of them and a gaffy and, stick. Oh yeah, and and the gaffy stick, man, knock it like did, I don't think we've ever seen stormtrooper armor be destroyed like that. At least in the films, we haven't. Like no, he's no. wrecking the hell out of that damn thing. Wreck, I, I mean, saw someone in the chat saying he went Mortal Kombat on him. He sure are. did. Yeah, and the armor and the um, the armor caused some damage in in the season finale of last season. But yeah, Boba doing what he does and and great. It was great. And and I also because when I saw him and we when he shows up to um the Razor Crest, you're like, okay, well, is this. Boba's known to do some stuff. So is he? Gonna, what's he going to do? Is he going to take his armor and, and take off? Because at one right. point I thought, okay, maybe he's just going to leave Ming-Na there. Because I said, when she looked up at that second ship that was coming in, at first I thought that Boba was taking off. I was like, no, that's not Slave One. So there's just another there's an there's another um ship coming in there for reinforcements but even that scene when she's up there, she was great in this episode, by the way. And she's and she, as she's just taking these people out. And she kicks down that rock and the big boulder. Knocks that whole them. sequence, like oh, when they got the heavy repeater blaster firing at them, and she's running across the like the the ridge of the rocks. Yep, that was just brilliant. Just like like Rodriguez, I mean, shoots the heck out of action and knows what he's doing. Like, yep. holy crap, it was great. And I and I don't want to say that as a as a dig against any of the other directors with the action because a lot of times on shows like these. You've got the first unit, and then you'll have the stunt coordinator handling all those action sequences, which happens a lot in the Marvel stuff. Um, that's been known that you get a director in there that maybe action isn't their forte, yeah. and they've got the stunt team doing it, and they tell us like, "Don't worry, we got our action covered." Rodriguez, you could it, his just felt it was all seamless, right? Like it just worked. It did, and you so know what I like well. about it though? He's got a very unique style about him. Like, there's a lot of like whatever movie he's doing from its from. Uh, whether it's Spy Kids or the Desperado yeah. or Sin City, whatever, whatever it might be, or even uh, Alita, right? Which Alita, I really, yeah, I really like that movie. By the way, underrated, underrated film, really like enough love. And that was one of the last movies I saw. I mean, one of the last ones things that he did. But I and similar to that movie, I mean, even he had a lot of his own style in there. But what I think that he did it shows what kind of a great director he is. Is you didn't know it was the normal style. He he adapted his style he fit it into the the box the little the lane and he did it 
flawlessly yeah. and, and he and it felt like it fit in and it wasn't like just like oh this is just robert rodriguez because i'll be honest i was a little nervous about that i was like is this gonna feel like just robert rodriguez doing his thing inside of star wars and it didn't no he best he, directed episode of the entire series yeah i i agree i, I absolutely do agree with this one uh like i mean someone in the chat just brought up too because there's so much good stuff like ming not jumping off the thing turning shooting oh, like awesome. that was so what a great moment yeah, it was just she all, yeah all of it. this i mean it just it I didn't know. I was expecting and I was going to be okay with just one of those kind of side mission episodes where it's like, okay, well, he's going to do it similar to like that, uh, which we'll mention later, that Bill Burr episode. Um, that's what I thought it was going to be. And now because of the tie in, actually go into it right now with Bill Burr, it shows yeah. you how much more that that episode actually, you know, it ties in because when he goes back at the very end uh, with, with Cara Dune, he goes, look, I need to, I need to find this guy and yeah. he bring up Burr. I, I am, I think in the minority, I loved Bill Burr in this i you're in the minority i am in the minority i I know i love him in this i thought he fits perfectly i love bill burr english accents don't get me wrong i love bill burr i think he's hysteric probably one of my favorite comedians but he it just throws you out he throws you out it throws me out it's kind of like amy sedaris in there it just i'm like oh Oh, really see i don't feel i i i feel with amy sedaris for Amy Sedaris, I feel like she's in a different show. I feel like she's in. I feel like she's in a prequel. Uh, it, it, you know, like one of the. I feel like she's in a Phantom Menace, like during the <laughs> kitchen. Yeah, yeah. She's on. Where I think that's actually the intention, to be honest. Um, yeah. But with Bill Burr, I felt Bill Burr falls in. Dude. Things that he says, I, I don't know. But either way, none, that's a totally <laughs> different conversation. He's he needs him to find out. He's going to have to come in and and help him out to to locate Gideon's ship. But Mike, if we rewind. Yeah. And we go to the, so many big reveals in this episode, but one of the, the biggest reveals, obviously, was was this, Jamie, like you were mentioned earlier, is that when Boba returns in the army, because that's what you're waiting for. After yeah. the, It's like, okay, he's got to get it. He's got to figure it out. And boy, does he know how to use that armor. Oh, oh man. Yeah, I loved when he when he fires off the rocket and, and did, did the, the, knee, the knee missiles, the knee oh. rockets, too. Oh, it's great. How do they keep replacing those, though? Because I know that... I uh, don't know. Who cares? Uh, but Either way, he blows up the, the one ship and Din says, nice shot. He goes, I was aiming for the other one. He's honest yeah. with him. <laughs> what a great Star Wars line that was. So it was like, that's the kind of humor in Star Wars that I look forward to. That's the kind of Star Wars humor that um, that I feel is is placed like yeah, but right always think about it. Yeah, but if he was aiming for the other one, how would it have flown into the second ship? He got two for two birds for the price of one. He lucky. That's what he's saying. Oh, lucky. You know, and, and there was oh, what's that line that he says? when he's talking about how because because even when when ming now first shows up and he asks how she survived and in the desert and all that um and she says oh, he opened up her stomach and it's yeah, the machine there line he says that it sometimes sometimes fate uh what does he say he says sometimes fate uh has fortune to the the not ill repute i can't remember what the, what the hell he says but he says something it was a great line i want to go back i'm going to watch it again obviously I watch it every night i watch it every friday morning and i watch it every friday night with my daughter so i'll go back and take note of that line but i love that line and um and yeah but when he's back and he's and he just shows how much of a badass that he is and how he's using it. but yeah. then what we'd also see that everybody was was speculating about and wondering if it what was going to happen and when gideon shows up yep um He's got the dark troopers and he says, release the dark troopers and the yeah. dark troopers come out and they, they land. It, it was very Battlestar Galactica, you know, as it reminded yeah. me of 
of Battlestar Galactica. And, and, and the I the way that the camera moved and stuff, it was very much it so. looked like the, the dark troopers looked like uh, whatever the hell Cylons. Yes, they looked like the Cylons, and and when they and the original Cylons, and they drop and they drop down, and you're like, and that's at, a great shot, man. Great they, shot. In unison, they flip their boots back and they kind of go in. It's like, oh god. Yeah, at that point, oh, and we can't forget, but as they show up, the Razor Crest is toast. Like I'm kind of happy about that, and it was interesting because when that thing was flying in at the beginning of the episode, it just it always hits me when I see it. It's like wow, it's all silver, and the design. I was never like certain certain ships like resonate like yeah. Slave One, Millennium Falcon. Yeah, those just hit the Razor Crest. I was always kind of like, if that ever, I never like when it blew up. I was kind of like, okay, let's get him a new ship. It I, I like the cockpit design, but everything else was like too much silver. I don't know it's nitpicky, but it's a Star Wars stupid geek. No, but thing. it was it was also good. Not I don't want to say misdirect. It was a good start to what the title of the episode is because when they lead into it, it says the tragedy. Like, oh no, what's gonna happen? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a good a good title for you to say. Oh no, like this is gonna be like that kind of Empire episode of of of. And it was though in a it way. Was, it was for sure. And but when the when the razor crest blows up, you're like, okay, is that the tragedy? And then once the dark troopers land and they're all surrounding Grogu, you're like, yeah, nah, they, they're not going to get there in time. This is, this is a, this is the, uh, and it was reminiscent to Boba Fett grabbing Han, taking him off and then yeah. going off in the distance. And you're helpless. And how ironic it was that Boba Fett was the one chasing it now. Yeah. Uh, it, so it and and you're watching that scene and you're seeing that kind of go down, but you knew that was ultimately the tragedy was that they they captured Grogu. Yeah. And I love that Boba Fett went after him. They had that moment that we mentioned earlier where he said, "Well, it's not a spice dream. The, the Empire's back," and they got yeah. the kid. And then it shows you more. You you talked about it earlier, Mike, about the the character of Boba Fett and and what he's all about. He he gives him he tells him the thing about his father he he tells him that the uh, jango fett was was a he realizes that jango fett was a foundling and he shows him the code he says keep the armor he's like well we had a deal and uh, you know we, we fulfilled it and he's like well not really and then Din's like, oh, great what i get myself into now what else and he's like well we promised you that we return the kid safely to you and that didn't happen so until that right. happens and i'm like all right so this is a way to keep boba fett and ming together with him now it, everybody was saying, oh, this is just him and the kid every single episode. And what are they going to do when he doesn't have the kid? Well, now he's with the he's with Boba Fett. And yeah. Now, and now now you you have Boba Fett, Ming-Na and your Bo-Katan's out there with her crew. They're going to you know, you know that they're going to join up with them and then all hell's going to break loose. Um, right. Whether or not I think that they're going to wind up draining this kid of his blood, though. <laughs> I mean, how else? And they're they're working on the, those those snow clones. They're trying to get the emperor back. And it, yeah, gonna, how else did they they power this thing up? So, um, let's see. Let's go back to Haskell. Says episode seven and eight are going to be nuts, and probably getting um, and probably getting Star Wars assemble Mando, Dune, Fennec, Boba, Burrs, Mayfield, maybe Grief, Bo, and Ahsoka going for Grogu. I don't think Ahsoka is going to show back up. I don't think we're going to have Ahsoka. I think she's kind of going off to her doing her own thing. But I think that yeah, I think she's done. Yeah, I, I don't think, think we're gonna see her again this season. I think it's be Bo and the Mandalorians, but I think there's definitely gonna be a big kind of team up for sure. There's 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 no about no doubt about that um, because they're gonna need to. But and then we get to I think both maybe Mike my my favorite and your favorite of the uh, of the episode, um, and that's uh, at the end there where um, he, excuse me, Gideon he captures this kid. Yeah, he goes inside. 
and the kid is just tossing around stormtroopers. Like <laughs> having the, the time of his life. Having the time of his life. <laughs> it shows you how powerful he is already, right? And he's tossing them around. He's and they're he's choking them out. He's throwing, he's using, he's not he's not a full he, like Yoda would have been like knocked him out, leave me yeah. alone. This kid's playing with him and he's getting See, that, yeah, he just yeah. He's he's angry and he's and he's choking him out and he's tossing him around back and forth. And I love that shot when Gideon comes in and like, should we take him out? And he's like, nah. Let him do his thing. Hold on a second. Let's see this. Yeah. And then he's done. And, and then I love how he's like taunting him. And he's over and he's like, he's like, oh, you're getting good with that. But it makes you oh so tired, doesn't yeah. it? And he's like, oh, you're drunk. oh. He's crushing it. The way he's going over there talking to him. And then he takes the dark saber out. He's like, and 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 Grogu tries to get it. He's like, no, no, no. You you're not. You can't have this. Can't handle this yet. And then they stun him. And you're like, and, he, and the kid's laying there all shackled up. And then they cut. And I'm like, oh, what an episode. What an absolute crusher an episode by the way so now now that we finished kind of the recap you want to throw in the super chats i'll get to them guys so um but yeah man so now and here we go so now um this is from silent kid i think groger reached out to a jedi we haven't met before and that will become the prisoner of gideon and his experiments um oh kind of leading him into a trap huh yeah for i i think that that's also possible it's not a it's not a bad call um i if i'm gonna put if there's a board up there and you're going to go, who, who's the, who's the most likely as far as story goes, as far as how the story actually pertains, who's the most powerful Jedi that would catch on to that. It's Luke. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Luke would be the most powerful one to pick up on that at this point. Sure. Right. It's five years. It's five years later. He's, he's running around. He's more, he's more tuned into the force than he ever has been. So I can't see Luke showing up. I mean, not, but I don't know, not in seven or eight. I, I still think there's a good possibility at the very end. He's like, look, you made that, you made that call out, kid. We got you back, but I don't know if the, this Jedi's coming in. And then you just see the black glove, and the guy, and he shows up. You know, like that to me would be a great reveal. But Quinlan Voss is someone that I've I've talked about. I I really don't want to see Mace Windu. I think that that is that to me is shrinking. It's like okay, you, you killed this guy. Now he, everyone's right. coming. Back. Boba's coming back. He's coming back. Everybody's coming back. It's like let let Mace stay dead. But I think that Quinlan Voss would be an interesting call. Yeah. Luke, I think, makes the most sense. Um, it's tricky. Because of a, if you're going to de-age or you're going to get Sebastian Stan, you got to. If it's Sebastian Stan, then you're going to have to do. You're going to have to cross your fingers and hope that people accept him better than people accepted um, uh, Alden as Han Solo. Now I say that a I lot. Of people, a lot of people did accept him, but a lot of people couldn't couldn't put. He, it's not that he did a bad job. Right. It's job. It did, like I said from 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 myself when yeah. I was watching him. I said this is a great character. That he's doing it's just yeah. not solo to me right and i've said this again and i feel bad like i see in the chats that like mike always has negative things to say about star wars it's not a negative it's a different perspective like he needed to do what donald glover did you need to channel the character it's kind of like donald glover and i think uh uh carl urban is bones did what you right. need to do when you're taking a character so beloved yeah. You need to embrace and show the character. Like, there's a way that Han Solo talks, or, or Harrison yeah. Ford talks, and you need to do that. Swagger, and you don't, you don't, you don't. And people are like, oh, that's before he had the swagger. Nah, nah, really, it's who you are. Character always has it, and just and the fact, more. But the fact that it was so close. But that's a separate conversation on Solo, where I bring it up because if they make this call on Luke, because Luke's not going to be, and that's the thing people get so scared about. Oh, you're making it about the Skywalkers again. No. Well, I'm with them. I'm on that page. You're not making it about the Skywalkers because Battlefront 2 has a side mission where you have to find Luke and he's doing Ah. it. And it's, but it's a side mission and he's part of it. And it's not, the whole story is still about Aiden Verso. 
It's not. I about- know. I know. But I'm just saying, like, it just would be nice to have a Star Wars property without a Skywalker in it. It, it just makes, would I be. Think it makes sense. It's called a galaxy far, far away. It's a galaxy. Yes, but it's the but Skywalkers the- don't need to show up every damn thing. If, if he would have shown up in in season one randomly, I'm with yeah. you. But when okay. you take a a Jedi or someone who's who has the Force powers and they send it out, and a Jedi will send you, and the most powerful Jedi doesn't hear it, that's 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 bad storytelling. It's bad so storytelling. Okay, so you're saying they have to show Luke now? It's just bad storytelling if you if All you right. if you haven't just just because well we don't want to make it about Luke again because he's been in everything. Yeah, but he's the most powerful Jedi out there. Why doesn't he sense it? That just adds to his legacy of maybe he sends someone to act. To, yeah, go. Maybe he sends someone. Luke Scott, Luke's like, I can't go. You go. I'm not opposed to if someone says Luke Skywalker sent me. Maybe that's how they do it. I'm a student of Luke Skywalker's yeah. and he sent me. Great. You still yeah. bring it in there. He's the one that that felt it. You are introduced by this, and and then you can eventually, if you want to bring in Luke down the line three seasons later, whatever. But you right. can't ignore him, is what I'm saying. You just okay. can't ignore that he's out there because it just it just makes no sense. But either way, um, the fact that they did the dark troopers, uh, I don't know. It was it was pretty um, pretty pretty intense. Uh, let's see. More here. Uh, Major Zuma. Always love the discussions after the episode. R.I.P. Razor Crest. That's two episodes in a row that are contenders for the best of the series. I would say three in a row. Three in a row. And the Bo-Katan one was pretty awesome, too. Um, but yeah. then you also have that Razor, uh, excuse me, not the Razor Crest, but the uh, the best car, Spear, is is, is right. another. Right. He finds that in the ball. The yeah. Ball and, there. The ball. and the ball. Yeah, both <laughs> of those, too. Which movie do you think? Shit, what? That's a different show, my man. Sorry, John. That's for that's for uh, that's for SCN Live, I assume, right? Sorry, buddy. Um, okay, so SS Stanford didn't Moff Gideon say something about Grogu recognizing the dark saber uh, from the past? I think it was more so uh, lightsaber in general when he said one of these. I think he was talking yeah. about just a lightsaber because he's used to because he knows he was training. The ending felt very "you son of a b, I'm in" uh, with what with Boba, I guess. Yeah, I didn't really think he was going to stick around like that, but him then says like, "Hey, you know, we made a deal. I honor that. I love, I love the fact in the show, the the honor. Like, very rarely do we see the like, yeah, I'll say one thing, but I'm going to do another thing. Like, we we saw it with Cobb yeah. Vant, uh, this this honor among thieves, and I love that. That's a classic yeah. storytelling trope, and I think it just fits so damn well. Yeah, see, the, I'm I'm kind of more so with Dan M than I think I am with Mike here on uh, why they have to blow up the Razor Crest. I felt that because they've given you they they've, <laughs> they've attached him to this the same way I that was attached to the Falcon. I, I I do agree that it's a good it's a good move to do it and to blow it up because it it just changes. But it should that, sh- that him and that ship and us have been so that ship has been too much, and they finally fixed that thing up and then they blow it up. It was it was great. Oh, I, I love the fact that like Hasbro like put that whole big Haslab thing together. Kids three hundred fifty dollars to buy that damn thing, and, and now it's gone. Yeah. Uh, someone says the last scene of episode seven is a stormtrooper from Tython walking up to a hooded figure standing over, asking where are they, then ignites his green saber. I mean that would that would be. Uh, any way that they do it w- would be interesting in general how they do it. They don't have to make a um, they don't have to bring him in now because they can figure out how to cast him and, and do all that if they were going to do it. But it's going to be tough. We'll say it's gonna, it is it is that's that no one are, is arguing with that. It's going to be tough on how they how they do it for sure. Um, I think the show has earned enough fans that they'll go along with it. Yeah. Hey, guys from the UK, do you think the dark troopers could be made of best car would make them very formidable? Absolutely. They are could. You- 
Absolutely, they could. And and it just shows you again how how Beskar how how powerful it is. Um, yeah. He's taking shots from stormtroopers left and right. He's almost like guarding. Oh, I love that. He's guarding her. Yeah, he's guarding her with with it, which is and I how the great scene was that. Like it's kind of last stand moment that they're gonna do. That was yeah. awesome. It was great. Um, all of that stuff was was great, man. So it's is this is this this show has done something, especially in this episode where people were curious of like, you know, what how long is it just gonna be him jumping back and forth? And by the way, do you see all these are these all these articles now are saying are comparing it to a video game? We were the first, my friend. Yeah, you said that, and I, I saw one recently. Like that's yeah. the best video game I've ever watched, and I'm just like, all right. Been watching our reviews, um, but yeah, it, it did. It did. Felt like that. It, it kind of leveled up in this game. And no it, one's, no one's complaining about bottle episodes because they're really not doing those. It's it. And even though this was kind of a bottle episode, like, or not a bottle episode. I'm sorry, a mission episode, like yeah. side mission. But I'm just kind of like. But everyone, but I, no, but I don't mind the side mission idea of it. I don't care about that. This wasn't really a side mission one at all, though. This yeah, is part but I don't give a crap about it when they yeah. do say that. Well, right, but this, but this would, this wouldn't be one because no, you're right. It's the main mission. Main it mission still felt like the yeah. kid on the hill, and on the hill. But it was great to figure out, like, and you had him some companions, right? Last season, he had companions in Cara Dune um, and grief. You know, he had yeah. he had those companions that he met across the way. Yeah. Um, um, Shoot, Nick Nolte. What's uh, oh my oh, god, I, I, tell me in the chat. I can't hear Kurgi. Uh, oh my god, Krill, Krill, Krill. Yeah, so and when he met an IG, and I he, love Nick Nolte, that was the stuff that uh, I have spoken. This is this, but the, these were some of the great moments of last season. So now you're giving him uh, Quill, so now you're giving him a, a, a um, a crew again, and yeah. I love this crew, Boba Fett, and 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 again, I forget Mignon's character's name, but uh, Fennec. Fennec. So bringing in Robert Rodriguez to direct this action-heavy episode with Boba Fett was perfect. It was it was something I never knew that I needed as much as I needed it. It was great. Yeah. It was great. And I think that having them together, because sometimes when they stick people with him and he's just eh, they're not they're not going to fit you can see these three forming a really strong bond yeah it was a, like yeah it's a nice little group of, I, I love those like team ups like that yeah, yeah. And you know what it also does though too is that so for what the rumors have when john favreau wanted to do a show and when he because he, he was the one pitching to feloni like he sent him this i think he sent him a uh, he, i want to tell you it was a it was a, a film script a movie script about uh, and i and the rumors were that it's about boba fett and he sent him like Boba Fett socks or what I can't remember what it was, but it was a whole thing. But he, I, but he, he wanted to do a Boba Fett series or whatever. And Filoni said we can't, we can't do a Boba Fett series because of this and that. He's not really Mandalorian and 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 then they found a way to really incorporate Boba Fett into it where it's not, it 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 was so placed in in a way that you're like this makes sense from the reveal of him watching everyone going oh I think that's Boba Fett and I think right. there was two percent chance maybe it was a clone trooper but everyone's like yeah it's pretty much it's Boba Fett. But yeah. when, why it was, how, you know, these things that had happened. And now that he, he, he follows this code and this honor. Right. You, you know, but he's taught by his dad. His dad was a, was a foundling. His dad was a bit of a, you know, bit of fought on the I love that the thing he's programmed in is he's like, it's programmed into the armor and they pop that up. And yeah, I love that. Yeah. So um, overall, what, what, what are you going to schmoe this thing? I tell you, I told, to, talked a little bit about before we jumped down line here. This is my friend, favorite of the season, given a five schmoes. Five shows, five shows five. out of this one. Um, five out of five. This was my favorite episode. Like I couldn't place why with those other ones where everyone's re- ranking them so high and they just yeah. weren't getting there for me. Yeah. And it was the directing. It it, it just yeah. felt 
different this episode. I love that they were on location, if that's what they were. Someone in the chat said they were somewhere up here in California. They made a point that it was on location. Right. Uh, and that, I mean, that's a testament to the show. A lot of times I can't tell if it's a location because that, that uh, technology they use is so good. But this is it. This hit the best for me. This was right up there with the first episode with Cobb Vanth. I I, have, I don't think I've done this yet. Um, back to back, I'm going five out of five for this one too. There you go, I'm five out of five last episode. It just see. It, well, not, I I get with you and what you're doing. It, it, there's sometimes it's weird. Like the chat happens and, and and Twitter goes. I go online Twitter right after the episode because I like seeing. It, but everyone is always like, "This is it, best episode of all time, my favorite episode of all time." I'm like, if you keep saying that every episode, then it negates everything. Oh, to me, it's like. Not, not for you. I'm not saying that for you. I'm just saying no, something in general. Not, not, not necessarily though, because it's like if oh, you, yeah. it, it depends. It depends on how it's on how it's set up, right? If you if right. you're if you're getting this is a conversation I had on SCN yesterday with Kate, right? So yeah. there's a lot of inside baseball stuff on this. Excuse me, on this show, but I don't think that it loses a lot of people. Sometimes there's 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 people that are going, oh, I don't really get that as much as maybe you do. I think that's an added benefit, right? But because there's more stuff that we're getting so like for example for me it was there was a setup for i mean episode three was the um was the bo katan one so right. that delivered on so many elements that i was like oh that was one of the best like rewards i've yeah. got so far in this show and then you get two more later and you get a soak you're like oh man there's more just wonderfulness and then you get boba fett back and it's like oh so you can understand where people are just like it's excitement again and it's exciting it. property that the star wars hardcore fans together have not felt in a while. Now, right. I'm not telling you separately and in certain pockets, and and that was and that's certainly there. There are people who love certain things and don't like certain things, but it's the most like unified. I feel that the Star Wars fan base has been in a very long time because there's something for everybody. And if you don't like an episode one week, there's probably one you're gonna love in a week. That, later. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I yeah, and I get that. It's uh. It's just a, so then you, when you when you are taking that and I've said this to people people come at me sometimes and like well you you're, you're not getting the stuff Mike that most people are getting I'm like I I made no things that I there was a period of Star Wars where I kind of dipped out whereas like it lost me as a fan and right. I'm coming back to it and that's what the difference between you and I it's like I'm going back now and rediscovering all this stuff and for the first time so it's just a different perspective so it's it's yeah. you know it's it, it is what it is the love is is definitely there again for sure right. Boba Fett had always honored a job. It was always the case. That's true. That's absolutely true. And I think it's it sticks to his character. And um, and I love I love the mentioning of Django Fett. And it also tomorrow Morrison. The the thing is with him is that he's going to be working for a very long time because it, l let's say Boba Fett sticks around for a bit in the Mandalorian, which I don't think anybody at this point will have an uh, an issue with. I don't want him to have his own show. I really don't. Oh gosh, people, no! People are, are talking about that rumored of, of a Boba Fett show. It, you know, if you if you set him up well enough and with Ming Na, maybe together they do something. Okay, maybe if it's a one off series, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm not watching that. I'll, I'll, of course, I'll watch it, but I think it fits better for him to be working with the Man Mandalorian. But Tamora Morrison has the luxury that every clone looks like him. So yeah. when the Ahsoka series, which I very much do want to see, if that happens to to ha to happen if he plays an old rex in that series also there's there's ways for him to come back in multiple series so that that would be that would be pretty fun to to see but i don't think i i, I don't necessarily uh you know, boba fett series doesn't intrigue me yet anyway maybe there's more to tell i don't know 
Uh, yeah, I guess I don't have anything to say to that. I'm ag- I'm agreeing with you. I I yeah. really do. I think I think people get tunnel vision when they they see a character pop up because it happened with. I want a bulk of tan series. I need a bulk of tan series. Yeah. I needed like I love a Cobb Vance series like on that on that planet. But series? wow. But yeah. I'm just, but because I love the character so much, but right. I know it wouldn't work. He's yeah. in the same location. He's he's right. that that's his town. That's, then you that, got Deadwood in space, which is what they that whole episode was. Yeah, yeah, but that to me is like where I where I would say, you know what? I don't need a, a, a whole series, but I'd love to see him go back for like a two episode arc back to that. Yeah, season. and I think that people get so caught up they want yeah. this, they want that. Like if you look at the grand scheme of what they're doing with this show, some yep. of these characters work better just one or two episodes popping in because well, it, it leaves you wanting more. Yes, and what they have now is that they they have the market here. And after, by the way, this Warner Brothers news yesterday and all the and everything that's going down oh, with, with all the releases right now, Jesus. Star Wars is going to start doing some interesting stuff because we know that Obi Wan series is coming out. We know Mandalorian season three will be out next year. There's this uh, Cassian Andor series that they're that they're talking about. There's a potential Ahsoka oh, that's series. Right. Um, there's another series by the showrunner of um, Russian Doll. Uh, I think that's going to be a Doctor Afro series. There's all these potential series, and for me, mm. series work very differently than movies. I was always an advocate if they had done it the right way that movies could have worked two times a year the same way that that Marvel had done it, but they just didn't set it up well enough to be able to execute that. However, with series, it's very different. You can easily pull off two yeah. series uh, a year, depending on how, how you shoot it. And because if you're not, well, I'm not really an Obi Wan fan. But I'm, uh, you know, but I, but I'm very curious about this Ahsoka series. If it, again, if it is, an, if it is a series, so I'll sign up for that. And you know what? I'd pay for it, so I'll watch both. As opposed to, I'm going to buy a ticket for this movie, and I don't have to give a crap about it. So I'm not spending money on it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So um, no, I think I mean we've seen like the Marvel Netflix stuff. Like, look how good that did. Two to three episodes, two to three seasons a year. And how did he, you know, forget his jetpack. Still love the episode. How did he forget his jetpack? I just don't think they just showed. They didn't show him go pick it back up, and I don't think he had it on when he visited uh, Kara. I don't think he did. Oh no! But I think he had it. He's probably got it. He probably had it. Yeah. I, I mean, he didn't get blown up. He was he was flying around with it. So I don't know. Yeah, that's that's true. I don't know. I have to go. You know, I go back. There's sometimes well, he took it off for the. They were like at this the, the standoff. He's like, take your jet back off, and he did. And he didn't have it when he went to get Grogu because you know he would have actually been able to catch him. Yeah. But yeah. I, I would assume he went back and picked it up. Do you I know? Think so. Yeah, and there, well, it goes back, by the way, where and we didn't really talk about this in the episode when he does go back and sees Cara Dune, and she remember when when they threw down that New Republic medal, it didn't. Yeah, she did, she kind of walked away from it, right? So it looks like she right. she took it. So she took it, and she's and she got the gig, and she's she's yeah, working. that was weird. That was like wait, he he gave it to you, and he didn't take it. I mean, she had second thoughts, right? She went back. She had second thoughts now, and I do love their relationship because she's like, look, there's certain rules, and he's like, they got the kid. And then she makes that face. You know she's gonna help him because she's that yeah. she's got oh, the that kid. That turn that look when she's like, yeah, they took the kid. She's just like, yes, what? yeah. So they're gonna. That, that's part of their crew. It goes back to yeah. it. that's why. That's why I agree with Ed's comment minus the the Ahsoka part. Cara Dune, uh, you know, uh, grief, Bo Katan, every it, Boba Fett, everyone that they put together is gonna be like this. It this this force that we're gonna have because the season magnificent seven, buddy man, listen. It, it back. great call and it's very similar to a, each season of television as it gets more popular because this show is becoming must must watch television now it's becoming oh, yeah. a more popular show it's becoming one of those kind of phenomenons of people talking about it. it's trending on twitter and finally you know it's doing what we hope that it would do and another show obviously that did that and it's not the mandalorian is not close to this yet but game of thrones in season oh. two, remember remember season two of game of thrones how big the battle was at no, the i 
at the end there. Like, if are they going to do something that big? You know, I remember. No, I just remember coming into Collider one day with you, and I tweeted out something, and you're like, "Mine." No one's going to hate Game of Thrones. No one's going to not talk about it all the time. And then that last season happened. I just tweeted out the other day. I was like, what happened Game of Thrones? Every it's single person used to talk about that like it was God's gift to Earth. And no one talks about it. Everyone's like, did you see the last season, Mike? I'm like, I didn't see a thing of it. They run in, They ran into a problem with that show. Yeah, with, my God. With, well, the problem with that show, I, I actually really liked it. You loved it. I know you did. But the problem is that when you have the materials that people and and people love that right. you're adapting run out and you start winging it and doing your own thing then you're going to have a lot of they, they, the mandalorian does not have that problem oh, you got feloni in there i think he favreau. well favreau favreau feloni absolutely feloni's like the the database that you go to to say hey right. I, how does this work what should i use here and i think they're probably incorporating what by the way and i know people don't realize this and and didn't believe me on jedi council when i said it but um but the filmmakers didn't talk to the story group as much as you would hope. Maybe, uh, maybe some did, but not as much as you would hope. Not at all. Not, not, uh, are you saying but with the films? There's a story group that they have there, the Pablo Hidalgo's and Leland Cheese yes. and people of that nature. I don't right. think that they were incorporated as much in the films as they maybe should have been. I do not oh, think that God no. with this show. With this show, I think that they're probably definitely uh, about more. And and Filoni, they learned their mistakes certainly. And and Filoni is someone who is. Um, is a guy that Favreau goes to, but Favreau's writing these episodes. And Favreau yeah, is- yeah, it's funny. He popped up for the, his credit. I want to say was before uh, Rodriguez is in the final thing because I was like, for a second, I just saw Favreau in big letters and you know written by. It's in smaller above it. I was like, yeah. wait, Rodriguez directed this, and then it's like, oh wait, written by. Written he, by- he got writing credit over right. Rodriguez. Well, because it's and, Kimmel, man. Uh, yeah, so- Kimmel, like Favreau was just like Aguilar, didn't Diego Luna say on Kimmel that filming started already? It's he very well might have, and if that's the case, maybe we'll see that too. I'm, that show makes me a little nervous. That's a weird one. Well, and it's, it's not getting the, the hype about it like the others what, are. What can get me hyped about that show is if they show both the side of the rebels and the inner workings of the government as they try to plan their attacks and show me the side of the empire the same way that claudia gray did in lost stars where there are actually not it's not just bad guys like black and white there are people who were kind These of are people there are people that that are think they're fighting for the right cause aren't show me both sides show me the politics that's what cassie and andor show could do that intrigues me but if it's just about him doing side missions and the rebellion and 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 assassin missions and stuff like that eh, i don't know um Let's see, David McLeod, just because Luke is the most powerful Jedi, does that mean the Force itself wants him to connect with Grogu? Maybe. I actually like Mike's idea also that you know Luke has been working with other Force-sensitive people, and maybe it's maybe he, someone sent by Luke. We haven't really talked about that. It could very well be someone that says, I was sent by Luke Skywalker. I, that's my, I'm putting my money on that. I like that. I like that because it still doesn't ignore him. Right. He's there, but he's leading this new yeah. Jedi. The conversation of ignoring him, of just like, oh, we don't need Skywalkers anymore, and ignoring him, that that that's, to me, bad storytelling. Including him in a mention and not showing him? Okay, fine. Right. Um, I'm right. just, just curious, because I also think there is a way to do it, because there's what I was talking about yesterday, and we only have about eight minutes. I think I brought this up on Riley's show on the Cantina. One of the things that I hope that they start to do now, because they are incorporating a lot of canon into this stuff now, right? Yep. I hope that they do what they realize that they have ignored and even heard, I've heard shot down. What I hope that they do is go back to their canon novels or legend novels, right? Right. 
and adapt your novels into television series. For example, oh. Harry Potter, right? Harry oh. Potter, when you watch movies, the Harry Potter movies, if you read the novels, you go, well, that's changed, but that's similar. Oh, I remember that. That's how I envisioned it, stuff like that. Yeah. You, if you, if you adapted some of these novels that they have, you have six to eight episodes of a season like that. You could, I, for example, there's the Lost Stars thing that they could do. So no, you, you, you got to start off Shadow of the Empire, buddy. Shadow of the Empire, French, French Dior, yeah, Dash but, Randar. Yeah, but you could also the Shadow of the Empire, depending on how it conflicts with with canon, right? You have to make sure that you can include it in. But if you take some of these canon novels, for example, one of the ones that I had mentioned is Lords of the Sith. Now, okay. I told you, now, I know that everyone says, oh, we, not every Star Wars needs to be this, this, and that, or this character. But if I told you that I was going to give you a six-episode miniseries that is going to be an hour episode apiece, and it's going to be um, an adaptation of Lords of the Sith by Paul S. Kemp, and it's about three or four years after Revenge of the Sith, and it's Vader learning all how to maneuver inside of the of the outfit, but him and the Emperor get caught on uh, on a planet and have to battle their way out. Him and the Emperor together, right? And okay. on the other side of that, uh, Hera Sandula's father, Cham, is also. Uh, leading, ultimately starting the rebellion with his uh, his fighters in in Felucia and all these different things. It's a it's it would be a phenomenal thing to see, and it's and it's putting Vader in for a six arc episode. It's just whether it's that the uh, Darth Plagueis novel by James Lucino, which is essentially a gangster story, and you could have it's the rise of Palpatine and how he became who he is. I think that there's series that you can do that's not crammed into two hours and could be eight episode miniseries one offs. You're essentially okay. making eight hour movies. You know what I mean? Um, all right, let's wrap up a little bit here with uh, a couple super chats, and then we'll call it a day. But a great episode, great chat with everybody. What did you rate it? Five, did you out of five, five, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah you did two, five five in two in a row. Five in a row. Well, I've, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm loving this season. I, I like this season. To me, is, is I like this season better than season one, and I loved absolutely. I loved season one. Absolutely, season two couldn't. I couldn't love it as much as I do had it not been for how great season one is. So it built uh, on everything. You needed season one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Aldi Goga says, do you think Grogu did that force event or whatever it is uh, to call it <laughs> on purpose or somehow automatic subconscious? Which one? The one where he's where he's communicating? I think that yeah, I think I think in the stone there. I think well, I think that was instinctive. It just yeah, he was there and it just, just took over. Yeah. And he even says it. He goes, you're going to have you're not going to do anything. It'll just it'll just happen. Yeah. So uh, I want to make sure I didn't hit, miss any. Super chats. It does it strangely when I do it from Streamlabs. It doesn't do it. I can't go back and look at it the same way that I do on. Um, There's one popping up, I think, from uh, Dennis Williams. Okay, coming then, there it is. Okay, uh, we'll do this the last one. Dennis Williams. What if in the finale, while Mando and crew are doing stuff on the ground, we see Rogue Squadron and Starhawk engaging in orbit? Also, I mean, this, I, not to take a page out of Filoni, but I guess what he always says when people say, "Could this happen? Could this happen?" He said, "Anything could happen." Anything could happen uh, if if it fits into the story. Could could Boba Fett come back? You know, it's like anything could happen. You know, could could this happen? Could Ahsoka show up? Anything can happen. So anything could happen. It just yeah. it, it just depends. And I'm I like the fact that we're on the ride. I like the fact that we're all excited about Star Wars again together, having like a lot of fun talking about it and speculating in in it responsibly, if you will, um, and and just just feeling like 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 you did when you were a kid. Because ultimately, Star Wars is made for children. We know that, but it yeah. But, the reason why you love it as an adult is because that inner child kind of comes alive within you to watch it. And that's, that's the beauty of it. So when you say, Oh, it's not for kids. Of course it is. It's for kids, but it's for your inner child. It's for your, it's for how you felt as a kid when you were watching it for that to be allowed to come alive again. It's not wrong to feel yeah. like 
kid when you're watching it. Like, so it's and, and it's to it's to play to all of that. And I, yeah. I, I love what they're doing. No, and to to our point, how you discovered my love of Star Wars, man, back in '99, dressing up as Obi Wan for the yeah. Phantom Menace yeah. premiere that I saw four times in a row. This has right. gotten me back. Like I'm wanting to build my own set of Beskar armor. Like that, that juice right. is just flowing right. to me creatively. So it, uh, it, so it, for me, it brought that back. Is that your last, next live event? Uh, oh God, coming out of the sea. We're gonna get we're gonna get stunt uh, crew. You rig me up. I'm gonna come in on a rocket pack. To this, I'm going to drop yeah, right in the Shawn center. Michael, there. The WrestleMania, we'll we'll, we'll fly <laughs> in best card in the middle of the middle of the arena. All right, speaking yeah. of which, guys, thank you for joining us. And if you are brand new to this channel or brand new to our reviews, we put on the most competitive movie trivia contest that you will ever see. We have the best in the world who play movie trivia for us. We have a lot of different divisions. We have a Star Wars division. We're wow. actually doing open auditions for people now. Um, and the way that that works is you can submit a tape to mtsaudition at gmail.com. List what your favorite movies are, what division you think you'd be good at, and cut a promo against one of the stars in the league. <laughs> Submit it, and you might be able to be part of the draft, which will happen. The draft itself will happen at the uh, in the fourth week of January. The deadline is the second week of January, but we're looking for new competitors and subscribe to this channel. Check it out. Look at uh, Schmodown Season 7. Watch these other things. As I said, the best movie competitor, movie trivia competitors that you'll ever find. The best of the best play here. So please uh, join us. And join us again next week as we will be doing Episode 7, myself and Mike Kalinowski. And don't forget to jump on over right after this to SEN Live, and they will be doing a non-spoiler of The Mandalorian if you want to continue talking. How do you do a non-spoiler of this one? I don't know. Holy hey, God, you, they got the work cut out for them. Are you busy after? you want to jump on SEN? Uh, I might have a few things. I might be able to pop in. But I'm it's up to, to you. Something. It's up to you. It's a no, no big deal. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you very, very much for myself and Mike Kalinowski. We'll have Gideon take us out. There you Peace. go.